Hello everyone, I'm Bella. And I'm Olivia. And we're prevention educators for New Directions, the Domestic Violence Shelter and Rape Crisis Center of Knox County, Ohio. You're listening to our podcast, Table Talks. We hope that listening to this podcast gives you an inside look into the world of domestic violence. Throughout this series, you will hear from individuals from all walks of life, from preventionists and advocates to survivors themselves and many other allies. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the podcast. Table talk today. Our guest is Bailey from New Directions. So, would you mind introducing yourself and telling everyone a little bit about your position? Sure. Uh, my name is Bailey. I am the shelter advocate. So, a little bit about what that means is that I work in our shelter location and I bring uh, survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault along with you know their families sometimes into shelter. So, we serve all people, um, men, women, and children, and I just work with them during their duration of their shelter stay. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about why you do this work? That's a really hard question. Um, I felt really drawn to this work my senior year. I had volunteered a little bit for like the prevention side actually of New Directions and I knew I wanted to like be a part of the agency and like really believed in the mission of the work. Um, so I honestly just felt like I, I just wanted to be a part of this and I, I applied and um, it just ended up being such a good fit like the position that I have I, I couldn't have asked for like a different position in the agency I love what I do and I love working directly with survivors as well seeing them through the shelter experience um, kind of being like a consistent face around shelter too when everything is just like up in the air and not normal trying to provide some of that normalcy and like stability to their time in shelter I just I really believe in making people feel as comfortable as they can during their like highly uncomfortable experience. Um, so I guess like why I do this work is I, I really believe in it and then just also like seeing every survivor, you know, in their journey and things and just having like, a little part of that keeps me coming back, I guess. That's so, yeah, awesome. But I didn't know you started with prevention. I you did. I, cool. I interned for PAC. Not interned, I volunteered for PAC. Like so little, I sat on that committee. Um, and I knew Roy T and worked with Roy T for probably a year before I started here. It's very cool. If you ever want to come and do prevention with us, let us know. All right, so as a shelter advocate, what are some services that you might offer to survivors and their families? For sure, yeah. So what we do from like start to finish, so start would be we get the call saying, you know, I need shelter, or someone else is calling on behalf of them saying, this person needs shelter. So I'll kind of do like a brief like intake um, and assessment where I will just kind of ask them more about what's going on, get a little bit more information, um, give them an opportunity to hear about what our shelter is like, if that would work for them, because um, if they would prefer somewhere else, we want to be able to be that bridge um, so they don't have to keep retelling their story over and over. We can help connect them with maybe another shelter that they would feel would better like, be a fit for their family. Um, so that's what that like initial kind of process can look like, and then we would do, you know, bringing them into shelter. We provide um, basic like necessities, so I mean like toothbrushes, toothpaste, deodorant, like um, laundry detergent, basically like things that you might not think to bring with you that you realize you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, I need this. So we get them all set up with that, get them to a room, and then after that, I do a lot of what looks like case management. So I'll work with that individual or that family on specific goals to regain their, you know, stability, independence, whatever um, 
was taken from them. Mm -hmm. From the domestic violence, we work to get back to what they want truly, because a lot of times where they were before, they might have not even wanted that. So creating those goals, what do you really want your life to look like, and how can I <laughs> you know, do the best I can to connect with resources and help you um, get there maybe a little bit easier you know, than you would without a support person. Um, I provide resources, educational material, um, different things like that, community resources. Work a lot in the community connecting survivors to resources that whatever their goals are, you know. And then just checking them um, through that process and then helping them transition to out of shelter and into wherever they're going to be going if that's finally getting to family in Idaho or um, yeah. having an apartment down the street, like whatever that looks like for them. Um, and then just kind of following up and checking in because we provide services even after shelter. And so can I, even on the shelter advocate, I can work with anybody anytime. So. <laughs> and then, just so the people watching know, do you, do we only serve people in Knox County, or do we serve out of county? Well? Oh yeah, we can serve out of county. Um, a lot of what we'll see is that, like, oh man, there's a shelter in Lincoln County, but my abuser's really close, like down the street, so um, I don't feel comfortable staying there. So we can be that kind of bridge because we want anybody to feel safe. Um, and if Knox County is where they feel like. That's exactly what I need. Um, then for sure, I've taken people from out of state. I mean, that looks like a different process. Um, it can be a little bit more complicated sometimes, just like some more barriers. But yeah, we serve out of county as well. Okay. Cool. I know you mentioned a little bit about using resources and helping provide resources. Can you talk a little bit about trauma informed care and utilizing that in a shelter setting? For sure. Yeah. So we. We try, because they've been through so much trauma, I mean, a lot of times just coming into shelter can be extremely traumatizing, so we try to make that as just, I mean, kind of like a gradual process. Like, I know I don't start working on goals with somebody until they've had, a, you know, a couple of days to, like, settle in, get kind of a routine going. Um, so we try to really help rebuild a structure, because a lot of times if, um, people might come in and be like, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> like, what do I do with my time? I'm not in my home. I can't stay here forever. Like, what should I be doing right now? So really helping to be like an open door. Like my my door is always open, you guys know. Um, and just really being that kind of support person. Um, and then also just valuing their experiences because if they've been through something and they're like, I don't feel comfortable riding a public transit because of X, Y, and Z, that is their own trauma. Who am I to say? You need to get on that public transit system if that's something that's going to re-traumatize them. So just really listening and validating their experiences and valuing if they say, that's not the right thing for me. I mean, I've had people view apartments and they're like, mm, no, I don't think you don't have to. The whole point is being the ability to make choices. Because a lot of times in domestic violence, that was taken. Um, or, you know, the choices were forced into anyway. So having the ability for them to tell me, like, no, I don't want that, I don't like that, or whatever, talk to me. You know, so just kind of going about it that way, um, which is just how I feel like real people <laughs> would go about working with, you know, a friend or somebody they care about. Um, and then connecting them to resources that I worked with before that I can, you know, feel confident saying, this is a really genuinely great person to work with. I have always had good experiences, like, I really hope you have a similar experience because I would really recommend, you know, this resource or whatever. And just knowing as much as I can about a resource to be able to confidently talk with the survivor through 
how that process works or who those people are or what this place does, um, to be able to just make them as informed and um, able to decide how they want you know, their life to look like and what they want to participate in. We don't force anybody into anything. So, I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> okay. So those are all the questions we have for you today. So we want to thank you for coming and talking to us and also thank you for the work that you do. It's really awesome. Um, and we want to thank you all for tuning in. If you have any questions about anything we've talked about today, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, but please look out for the rest of our table talks. Bye. Thank you. Yeah.